Friends, there are some weekends where you just do not know what to say. I have been asking God all week what he wanted me to share, and there's been a lot of silence. So I preached this morning once already in Grafton, and so I have a little bit of a sense, uh, but I don't really know what I'm going to say. And so here we go. I think a lot of people have wondered and been forced to reflect on, still maybe don't want to reflect on, where is God? right now, this year. Advent is far and away my favorite time of the year. And in the past, I've experienced that there's a certain feeling to Advent. I don't know if other people feel it. It's different from the other kind of Christmas warm and fuzzies you get. There's something safe about it. I feel held by the prayers, and by the color purple, and by the music. And we're in the third week of Advent, and I'm not feeling it. It doesn't feel like Advent. I don't know what it is. It's probably just 2020. Mm -hmm. I was driving this morning, and I thought, I was looking around, I was like, for all I know, it's still March. I don't know. I said that to somebody this week. She thought it meant March 2021. And she said, like, oh, yeah, it'll be so great. Hopefully people have a vaccine. I was like, no, 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 that's not what it feels like. It feels like March 2020. Where is God in all of this? I was able to spend some time this week with a friend of mine named Bridget, who's just a wonderful, extremely intelligent and holy person. And we had dinner we were trying to solve all the world's problems. She's a lot closer to it than I am. Uh, but I might just share with you some of the things that, uh, that she shared and that we ended up reflecting on together. The first thing is this question that, that Bridget was asking. She said, do you think people really believe in the power of the sacraments? She had, and you had, um, something that I didn't have, which was the experience of not being able to receive communion for three or four months. I had a very different experience of receiving communion, doing it alone, or maybe just with Father Patterson, uh, every day for three or four months. And we know that since we've come back, there are people who have come back, we're graced with the presence virtually, people who are joining with us right now or later today and praying with us. We can't be sure, there's no statistical analysis of this, but we can probably know that there are some people who haven't come back, um, not out of caution um, or out of a desire to be safe, but just because people went without the sacraments for three or four months and they said, well, this is pretty much what my life was like before. So why go back? I was fine without the sacraments. What does that tell us about how we treat the sacraments, how we've approached them? What does that tell us about 
how we as a church have articulated that to people. And then Bridget's second question. Do we really believe in the power of Jesus? The power that's in the sacraments is, of course, the power of Jesus. But it can be so easy to do so much just out of a fear of not having control. And I think that's actually the place, interiorly, that most of us need to get to. I don't know if you had this experience, this was completely my experience, that we had to shut down. It was really a, a low point for a lot of things, emotionally, spiritually maybe. It was also a low point in that I had to let go completely and acknowledge that I was powerless over a lot of things that I wanted to be able to control. And then, as we were able to reopen, I rejoiced because there were things I could control again. And I, for sure, have let that control my spiritual life. It's caused me, in a lot of ways, over and over again, to act as though I am God. And to enjoy, but also to stress over these moments when I can take control of my life again. You know, God willing, we'll have a vaccine in six months to a year. But that's in the U.S. And we have a lot of money in the U.S. There are a lot of parts of the world that won't have a vaccine when we do. And Americans may very well go back to living normally. And a lot of parts of the world will continue to live the way that we have had to live, that we are desperate to escape from living. Even if our desperation to escape from that means letting other people wallow in it. There was an article two or three weeks ago in the Wall Street Journal about how there are certain countries, this article was about Nepal, that have realized we don't have that much money. We can either treat COVID-19 right now or we can save up money for the vaccine. So there are countries that have had to close all of their shelters uh, and stop treating COVID-19 current cases, because if they treat those current cases, they'll never be able to afford the vaccine for other people in their country. What a price we pay sometimes for maintaining our sense of control. And sometimes, can sound like a critique of control means that people don't take the virus seriously. Friends, I will spare you the stories of giving last rites to people in the COVID wing at Samaritan Hospital. You don't want to see it. But our God, who knew everything we would experience this year, who, when he was on the cross, suffered the pain of every single person who's died from or been hurt by this virus and every virus in human history. That God, knowing what this world is like, came to be in it. He wanted to be in it. 
He knew what it was like better than we know what it's like. And he could have escaped it, but decided that he wanted to be in it. I have a friend who had a baby recently, and she was talking about what it's like to take care of a baby. And she said, I understand why so few people believe in Christianity. Because once you're living with a baby, it's really hard to believe that God would become one of these. But he did. And it's that power, the power of God's vulnerability, of his desire to be with us in all of our mess, that's the reason why in the middle of Advent, when sometimes we don't even feel like we know what we're waiting for, we wear these be funny looking vestments. Because there is already this reason to rejoice. We're supposed to be pushed out of what makes us comfortable, of the places we can get stuck, especially the places we can get stuck in 2020. To know that there is already a God who has come and lived in this, made his home with us. really crazy. It's hard to wrap our minds around. And I think we will be able to celebrate Christmas better, whatever it looks like to celebrate Christmas this year, if we allow ourselves to be made uncomfortable.